We are back! Torg. Got the Torg Torgerson. S-I-B-L-E-Y. Sibley sucks and we know why. Gan Elliot. Well, you'd put a bit on Freddie Mercury's turquoise butt plug, wouldn't you? Hello, Jerry. That's called a penis. And he didn't fluff it either. T-G-I-F. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. Yes. A Friday. We are here. Payday, too. It is a oh, Friday. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, who cares? It's already gone anyway. I hear that, man. <laughs> what do they call The oh, Eagle Screams go. today. Yes. What's that? That's the Eagle Screams. The Eagles. I've never heard that before. Well, I heard is that, that like one. A, is that like a older reference? Well, the Eagle is on every bill. So oh. it's a money reference. Oh, okay. Paper money. Never heard that before. The Eagle I don't think I'll remember it, but never heard it. Does the Eagle scream today? Yes. Yeah, it's probably an old thing, I guess. I don't know. Eagle's going to scream in someone else's pocket. In the bill man's pocket. Have you ever heard when the wolf's at your door? No. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting old school now. When the wolf's at your door. Told my kid one the other day, and he actually liked it. Yeah. I forgot what it was, but yeah, my wife was telling him stuff, and he's like, God. And then she mentioned one, and he kind of liked it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not sure. I think it was about money or swearing. Referred to money as yeah. bread? Yeah. That was my dad's thing. I need some more bread. Kid, Get the paper. Need, need your bread. And my youngest or my oldest, not my youngest, my oldest swore in front of me for the second time. The other day we went to Planet Fitness working out. And he goes, I'm tired as Whoa. I How old is junior said, in high school uh, yeah, and he said the S word? Yeah, but you don't swear in front of your pops. Oh, you don't swear gosh. in front of your parents. Oh, I will. Oh, that I'm a horrible person. Yeah. <laughs> no, not when you're a kid. So, Chris, you were in high school. You F-bomb were, at seven. No, I you think. You were swearing in front of your parents at 16. Uh, yeah, by 16 I was, yeah. I'm not buying that. I'm going to ask Marilyn about that. Oh, you asked Marilyn? Go on Facebook and say, well, no, Mar- believe me, believe me, I got the Marilyn one eyebrow raise look where I had to, like, you know, kind of sulk away a little bit. But no, I did. I let the F word fly. Mar- Dad just, didn't care. Marilyn did. I just texted Marilyn. Yeah. She said, You swore for the first time in front of her when you were 34. <laughs> Did you get the mouth washed out with soap? Did uh, I didn't swear it to my in front of my parents? Never did that because you knew no. you were going to get your ass I kicked. Did. Yeah, I didn't, actual bar soap in your mouth. Yeah, like a as piece punishment. of it. Yeah, Ooh. he ate it. It was a snack. Oh yeah, he you wanted put, it. You put a little Hershey's on yeah, there, a little syrup. Absolutely, look you up nice. Get after it. <laughs> he thought the direct uh, decorative soap was a snack. <laughs> Dove, what's this new chocolate? Your, your breath was never better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we just weren't allowed to swear like at them. It couldn't be directed at them, but yes, right. Well, you wouldn't do that. But around them, out of respect, but they'd hear. And yeah. then certain words you couldn't say. Right, right. Yeah, I can't let that go. And especially in the house with a ten-year-old, not happening because then the ten-year-old's going to think when I get older I can start swearing and I do it outside the house. I don't. I know kids swear. I caught them after homecoming. They're all in my kids' room, and they didn't think I was up. You know, it was like 1 o'clock. I walked downstairs, and my daughter's like like a sailor. And I said to her the next day, hey, you might want to just in general, Andrew Dice Clay, chill it out a little bit. You know, because that was a lot. No one wants the to date the girl who's got the filthy mouth. 
Yeah, don't celebrate it. Yeah. No one wants to. Yeah, I bet young girls just as uh, swear as much as young boys, right? Yeah, that's probably. Not a, not, doubt that's a boy thing. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Bet you some more than others. But every girl I knew that cussed like a sailor, you didn't want to hang out, date them. You know, even if they were attractive, they're usually trouble. Like the girl who throws the F-bomb out all the time. You're like, man, you swear more than a dude. And your problem with, well, okay, you apparently have a problem with that. Well, no, 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 but but there's girl, Jesse Hanauer, in our friend group, swore more than guys. Jesse, yeah, things didn't work out with her. Probably Long doing life that. Drinking. To be to one of the in. boys. To, to, fit, to be one yeah, of the guys. She thought that made her one of you guys. Yeah. You might not want to date her, but. Well, not date her, but you know what <laughs> I'm saying. Those were the fun yeah. ones. Yes. <laughs> you don't want a relationship with her is yes. what I'm saying. But she can hang. Yeah. You're welcome anytime. Well, yeah. If it's two in the morning and you're drinking, yeah. <laughs> Gotta uh, have it, standards, right? Sometimes you see people, you hang around people, uh, and they're, they're just not, they don't swear. Yeah. And yeah. then you got to catch yourself and go, wow, I guess I do swear. You don't realize how much you <laughs> swear your language is until you're around somebody that does it. And then you go, oh, yeah. Ironically, you would think being here, I would, I would be better about it, but it, I'm not. Like when I'm not here. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. You'd think that just because you're here where you can't say certain words so much. No, then, no. Well, you have kids, though, too. You would think that. They've heard it. Yeah. My daughter was four the first time. Yeah. She let an F-bomb and then fly. then parents post the videos. Your, think your it's daughter cute. was four? Yeah. They think it's cute. Yeah, Sam they... said the SH word in a in a Cub Foods oh, in day was... when she was like, you know, four, I think three and a half, four or whatever. Was people it mommy? Think... I just took a... People think it's darling. It, well, and it, it was kind of funny, and I don't know where it came from, but obviously she had heard her dad and I say it at some point, and sure. then going down the aisles, all of a sudden it comes out. It was a hard F. She was playing Mario Kart. And Four years old. Oh yeah. I mean, I was downstairs watching the Browns game, yelling at the television. Well, there and you go. She was upstairs playing the Mario Kart, and she just she I was guess. yelling at her television. <laughs> she yes. her. She's nice doing what example. Daddy does. Wow. I, all I could do is, yeah, that's on me. Like father, like daughter. Now she's smoking, and she's she's four. She's still, five. She's skinny still, though, so she hasn't picked up all my habits. Right, right. Your kids have your body type? No, they're rails. They're tiny. Although you were a rail, yeah, that I was. Age. I was really. Yeah. When when did you younger. get big? What age? <laughs> when I wasn't poor anymore. Oh, ah, gotcha. Actually, it was when I started working in radio, and they bring you all kinds of food, and you sit all day. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Some people, people have jobs. Blame radio. They blame radio. You hear that a lot. Yeah. Well, if we weren't deli- well, nobody's got a gun to your head, Slappy. No, I'm not. It's it's me, but it was oh okay. I can have this. Oh, we're dropping off this again. Well, I see, and that's yeah. the thing. Whenever they would drop off food, it'd be like, oh my god, I'm never gonna have this ever again. I have to eat it now. Mm. Like and I it's just great restraint when there were 142 donut holes were in the up break room. So early that by the time in that food's delivered, eight o'clock, it's our vulnerable. lunchtime. Yeah, yeah, you're vulnerable, and you justify it. Yeah. Well, if I eat all this crap this morning, I just won't eat till tomorrow. It's not bad to eat this early. <laughs> then you go and then you get home. And you eat, eat lunch anyways. Yeah, it's easy to put weight yeah. on. Yeah, I need to eat at home before like 6.30. My wife is a late dinner maker, and that's why I just don't eat. Mm. She'll go, you don't eat dinner with us? I go, yeah, because you cook dinner like at 9 at night, 8.30 at night. What? Yeah, that's yeah, no. so late. That well, is way too well, late. Well, kids are in sports, though. You got yeah, practice okay, yeah. at 730. You know, one kid's at True. practice till 815. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, I get it, but I can't eat at 
God, dinner for, has yeah. always been 6 o'clock. Through childhood, through marriage, through everything. Dinner, 6 o'clock. Mine was 5 o'clock. My dad got off work at 3. 5 o'clock's good. Hit the blast. Yeah. 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock's good. 5.30. Yeah. 5.30. My dad would get home at uh, 5.15, 5.30, and yeah, dinner on the table at 6. That's the way to go. It's a good woman he had there. And then back in the Barca lounger, watching news, falling asleep until about 8.30. We had pot roast four times a week. Pot roast. See, that was our Sunday dinner. That's an old school dinner. Several meals I won't eat now because we overate it as when I was a child. Mine was pork chops. Was it? Yeah, I hate pork chops now. Hate pork chops. Really? Won't eat them. My wife knows never to make pork chops. I hate salmon. Hate them. Hate it. Oh, we had salmon salmon loaf. I don't know how many times on Fridays. I just do not enjoy salmon. I agree. I don't either. I eat it. Yeah, I don't enjoy it. Right. I only tried it twice. It's healthy. I, don't like it. I get it, but woo. I love it, and it's tasty. Yeah. Got to cook it right. A little bit of crust on top. Yeah. Some just uh, some butter and some some lemon. Okay, overrated. Got it. <laughs> yeah, give me a Big Mac. Last <laughs> night dinner was the bag of chicken wing combos that torque. Oh come me. on! Oh, how were they? They were good. Yeah, the blue cheese. Now, I'm not a blue or cheese fan, yeah. but you can't really taste it, so it was like a spicy combo. You know, that's oh, one of the five nice. most hated foods in blue cheese. the country is blue cheese. That's one of the five. Really? Yeah, blue cheese. I can't. I love blue cheese. Blue cheese on a cold salad. Oh, I love it. Yes, oh, no really? kidding. But love that's one of yeah. one of the five Can most I hated. Eat ranch. I can't, Yeah, I'm not a ranch I person. I just either. don't like ranch. The crumbles on a burger. Uh, but that's a different blue cheese. Yeah. Just yeah, that's the yeah. taste in general. I'm just not. Well, a blue because it's fan. so. Well, okay. it's yeah. not a burger. That shouldn't yeah. be on a burger. Yes, blue cheese could be on a burger. That can be, but it's really. Blue cheese know. and some bacon and some uh, candied. Uh, well, you didn't mention bacon. Now, okay, now well. It's a different story. You're pairing it with something. If it's just like. Blue well, usually it's. Crumbles on a burger. I'm, no, you got to pair it with something. Some sautéed onions and then bacon. on a burger with some A1. Pretty good burger. Yeah. My wife loves blue Pretty cheese. Ba- I did a burger out last week. Listen to this. Cheeseburger. And it was liquid cheese, like cheese oh. whiz. Oh. Horrible. It was just awful. Cheese whiz. Where Where'd did you go? go? I said, what is that? And she goes, oh, well, that's our, what did she, that's the pub burger. Signature oh, song. That's what you ordered. The and pub. then I went back and looked at the menu, and I just, all I saw was burger and then cheese and yeah yeah I didn't read any of the description and apparently it was on there but and i don't get the craze awful. of the dipping the burger like half of the burger in the cheese like that like the oh, cheese oh, i've never i've never done that no i haven't done it but i see the videos all the time where they you do would that do it, though. No, yeah he would yeah you, well, you've tried it then they but then yeah. they dip the cheese part into like crunched up flaming hot cheetos so it's yeah, <laughs> that's a rich thing. Yeah, oh, it is a rich thing. Uh, You're making it up. Uh, you uh, home last yeah, night. That's like that is literally your porn. Yeah, you look at is, more damn food videos You've than anyone ever. Watching food videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've been on OnlyFans and subscribed to the gal who eats while she's naked. I could make more money there if I would just upload all these videos of me eating. I them. had a. Uh, I met a buddy of mine uh, yesterday afternoon. hadn't seen him in a while at a junkyard, and I got the burger. And I tasted the burgers when we put them on the menu. What six months ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, when we did the new meat with that butcher and grocer out of Grandview. Yeah, the kangaroo. So we, when we switched oh. over to all Ohio beef. Torque. <laughs> I, you know, we all tasted that, of course, but I hadn't sat down and, God, is that a good burger? I said we should just switch all burgers instead of hot get dogs. Get rid of the dogs, or you know, 
then you couldn't be junkyard dog, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll leave them on there for that reason, and people do come in for that. But the burger was so good, I'm like, holy, we got to be advertising that. Mm-hmm. That smash burger was really good. But no, I started drinking uh, red wine about 3 o'clock yesterday. Oh, you're my man. I'm proud of you. I was popping a fresh bottle at at the house at (laughs) 7. Nice. (laughs) I haven't stumbled into work on a Friday like this in quite a while. (laughs) Truth be told. Oh, that's great. Good for you. Yeah, my buddy. uh, You missed the president's speech last night. Yeah, I did. I did indeed. I didn't catch a second of it. uh, I, I watched the last 10 minutes. And um, I did catch, did you catch this clip where he was, because uh, he's famous for lying. You know, he said he yeah, was yeah, serving he in the seven-day war up. last week. His house burned down. Yeah. yeah. Let, let, listen to this one. I'm going to let you decipher this. No doctor tape here or anything. You just take a listen. The state of Israel was born to be a safe place for the Jewish people of the world. That's why I was born. Long said. I'm, what did he say? what I thought he said I that's where born? I was born. Play it again. That's what I wanted to. I, that's what I heard, and I said I have to be wrong. I have that's to play this for I Jerry was, and Christy. That's what it sounded like. Okay, play it one more time. The state of Israel was born to be a safe place for the Jewish people of the world. That's where I was born. Long said. Uh, I, that's where I was born. What did he say after that? Yeah, what Long is he said? What, what, what was that? I have no idea. What the, the only thing I could have maybe understood out of that is maybe he said he meant to say that's why it was born. That's why instead and of he just that's read rare. The teleprompter Prompter wrong, wrong, which is a but really he, good. He said that before. He he prefaced that. He already said that. Right. That's why Israel was born yeah. as a safe haven. And then, so he repeated himself. Might well, have, might and have misspoke and repeated. Good shot. Either yeah, pl- can't either, say, either oh, that's where I was born. <laughs> well, didn't he say he was born? In, he said he's been born in different places than where he's. Yeah, born. I yeah. grew up in the streets right, of. Right. Was it Puerto Rico? Where he <laughs> said he grew up in the streets of Puerto Rico or a Puerto Rican community. Yeah. Remember that. Where I was born. Right in these streets. Raised there. No hyperbole. I wonder how long. Christy, do you, have you read anything? How how long did he go? Uh, I, I, no, I don't know. I haven't read anything about it. I don't, know, he, I don't know how long he went. If he started right at the came top on at of the eight, hour. Probably. Eight then, o'clock. Then it was eight o'clock. Like, then he went an hour or 50 minutes. Then he went the whole 50 minutes. I don't think he did, though. There's no way he could. Unless they gave him, like, some testosterone and like B12 and just gave him a million well, shots. Well, they propped him up. They've got a big old pull up his back to no, keep him straight. No, but for an and... hour, he can't talk for no, an hour. No, no way. way. There's no way. I don't think he could do 20 minutes. I don't think right? he could do 20 minutes either. Why do you say it was 50 minutes? Because I remember it being like either 7.50 or 8.50. And he was and still I, on. And, he, and I, that's when I turned it on. And then I was because it was close to okay, but he football. May, he may not have begun until. That's 40. what I mean. I don't yeah. know if yeah, he right, started at right. the top of the hour. Wow. I know he was on at fifty, and my first thought was, "No freaking way, this guy is gone fifty minutes." Yeah, and because it didn't. Outside of that part, he didn't sound when I watched. Didn't sound like an imbecile. It sounded good. You know, okay, but, he, yeah. but he did repeat when I was watching the same line. He was like, "Folks, this is the United States of America." We can do anything. He did that one again like yeah, when right, I was watching. Right, right, but, right. I mean, if they tell him, like, hey, that scored well, 
then I guess you do that. Like, hey, the score, the approval rating you said yeah, you do it. Right, that's right, your thing. Right, right. Maybe, and that's maybe his thing. Yeah. You know, like Trump had to make America great. 15 minutes. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Makes. 15 minutes. So they had a pregame show. Yeah, then all the pundits were, here's what we expect. 15 here. minutes yeah. sounds right for him. Yeah. That's about right. God, I would pay money. And, you know, it's fun. Like, like things are tight around, you know, and I'm ordering beef at bulk. I would take savings and spend it to see him debate. Cause not because I want to see him fail. I just want to see it. Him and then... You want to be witness the to egomaniac going head to head. Yeah, oh my would god! I would, oh, I would pay money for that. And then Kennedy tried to just get in. <laughs> you know, oh, hello, excuse me, hello, hello. Yeah, that would be pay per view. <laughs> oh my god! I would pay like twenty nine right, ninety nine. Right, right. Oh, I would pay for it. It would be. I would make popcorn and make snacks. I would even go to Rich's house and eat his. Crunchy Frito dip or whatever the hell yeah, he's talking we'll about. Flaming hot sliders. Flaming baby. hot sliders. Flaming hot yes. sliders. Yes. Lord. Yeah, well, Jerry, good for you today because you're you're kind of you know a little loopy. That's okay. Brandon Lang will be on today. We just do picks. B Lang, and we got a comedian. Sam so I, I knew it was an easy day yeah. coming in. Just be funny. Or when I was. That, that's red why wine. you open the second bottle. It's one yeah. of those ones where you wake up at uh, you know before the alarm going. Nail a few aspirin, few Advil, yeah, water. go back to bed, lay down for another half hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Then you get up like, okay, I'm ready now. Yep. Uh, Fat Guy is going to do the new Scorsese movie uh, and the new Fall of the House of Usher. Oh, Usher. Me nice. and Christy have seen that. I finished Midnight nice. Mass last and night. And you know what? You were right that one thing because it's been so long since I've seen it. The one dude, I thought he died a little bit later, but yeah, they are on the boat and, and that's yes. when she finds out. Yes. Well, that director. See, isn't I think it's really good. Midnight Mass really good. is really good. I give it four out of five and I hate everything. Uh, I think that director is really good about giving you little hints like, if you watch a long scene that where they're on the couch, Christie's talking about dying. Well, the two of them, and that yes. was about a, God, 10-minute long scene. It was. It was like 15-minute long scene, and you're watching it going, this is boring as hell. This is boring. But if you didn't watch it, it ruined the whole yeah. series because later, two episodes yeah. later, you better have been paying attention. Yes, exactly. What's the Scorsese movie talk? What's uh, the Killer of the Flower Moon? Killers of the Flower Moon? And Michael Evans didn't like it. Three, well, he gave it what? Three out of four or something? Three out of five. Okay, three out of five. But he didn't say it was great. And it looks great. Yeah, I don't know if Michael even saw it. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, he's he just taking a cue. He, he read another review. Reads another review. Yes. And then but yeah, three it. hours and twenty six minutes long. See, I don't know if I could sit in the theater that long. I just might wait until. When does Oppenheimer come on the streaming services? I want to see that. I don't. Yeah. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> is that another long one? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's yeah. another. Yeah. It's just yeah. it's not content that interests me. I I agree. Yeah. My my wife was shocked when I said it didn't interest me. How could that not interest you? Yeah. I go. Uh, it's, it's history. I mean, feels like homework. Okay. I'm sure it's a good good movie, but boy, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Well, the cool thing is, if you missed Michael Evans' review, he's coming. We out. got the replay next. <laughs> All right. Is Strap it, it in, put Is your seatbelt on. Yep, the right. car's beeping. Where's my helmet? Okay, yeah, I'm you good. got it. Yeah, <laughs> Jerry, that's a bicycle helmet. Strap it. Wow. Well, yeah. Hey, helmets are helmets. Yeah, yeah I guess. beer helmet. Yeah, yeah, it's got two <laughs> beer cans on top, Jerry. Uh, cut number one. I don't know this guy, but his name is Damon Amani, and he's a content producer. 
for Rumble. Okay. Whatever Rumble is, that's his job. Well, he was a guest on The View with guest host Rachel Maddow, and it went on. It was on. There was nobody who was more important in Congress to Trump's effort to overthrow the lawfully elected government of the United States than Jim Jordan. Jordan. Um, Rachel, Trump called for a recount of the votes. That's not overthrowing the government. And you know that. But you and the entire left-wing media keep saying that because Project Mockingbird still goes on. uh, And whether you like it or not, all of you motherfuckers are part of it. uh, Oh, hey, Wash his mouth out with soap. Yeah. My God. A spring there. To those innocent young ladies swearing in front of them. Joy Behar filled her depends after hearing that. All right, number two, a comedian in England. All right, this guy, check this out. So he gets revenge on a heckler. I think it's pretty self-explanatory, the whole thing, right? Listen, Listen to this. Check this out. Ten years ago, I was on stage in Birmingham. Some guy shouted out, chicken wire. I got off stage, and I assumed that was the end of it. But no, every time I post on my Facebook fan page for the last ten years, he comments and he writes, chicken wire. But he made a mistake. He used his real name. I found him on LinkedIn. I know where he works now. So today, I'm driving 150 miles to EE and Dudley to pay him a little visit. He's an assistant manager. Working there for ten years, you should be more than an assistant manager, you loser. Chicken wire! Chicken wire! Chicken wire! I win! You lose! Chicken wire! Chicken wire! Chicken wire! This is years in the making! He's been trolling me for 10 years! And now I win! 10 years! That's kind of an odd... I wonder yeah. why Why chicken wire? That's... Why would you heckle a comedian? Maybe that was a bit that he had or something? Yeah, I, I, don't yeah, know. I guess. Hey, so, Jerry, when you were a comedian... Revenge there. 150 and... miles to yeah. yell chicken wire at that guy's work. We've all been heckled or social media hate or whatever and to me it's i love it because that means i'm in your in your skull it gives me a chubby but when you were first doing stand-up and someone heckled you how was your reaction i'm sure you got used to it when you and i never got heckled a lot no no i had a few shows ruined by a heckler okay but there and there's a lot of guys that relish that and can turn the tables, which I could do yeah. if needed. But my act was, I wasn't a guy that was easily, I wasn't heckable. I mean, gotcha. some guys are begging for it. Yeah. But I just kind of did my thing. But there were times, drunk people, you know. Yeah, my buddy George worst has Worst hecklers were always the, the, drunk, the drunk drunks. Women. Drunk women. Drunk women. It was yeah. the worst. Because a guy you could really get after. Yeah. And people that do, yeah, they think they're helping the show or they're and part they're of the show. I was doing my show one night, Torg, and I got heckled, and it was my dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he thought he was helping his son out. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that didn't happen. Really? <laughs> oh, God, it's my father sitting there. <laughs> That's great. Uh, <laughs> cut number three here. The Diamondbacks get a much-needed win to get back in their series with the Phillies. Kimbrell deals at 0-1. That's into center field. It's down. In the score is Smith. And the Diamondbacks walk off the Phillies in game three. Cattell Marte takes a victory lap. You know, Kimbrell's on my suspect list. Because he was like, Really good, the closer of the Phillies. Really good, then, okay, yeah, then horrible. Yeah. Closer, then like, right. yeah, then the, like the worst closer on the planet. So the Cubs sign him on a cheap deal, and then all of a sudden he's bad the first two years with the Cubs, like horrible. 
Then he becomes really, really good again, and now he's really good. So, like, how do you be really good? You're bad for, like, three years, like, horrible. And then all of a sudden, you and then you start getting new deals. He was good with the Cubs when he was a free agent year, and then uh, then he signs a one year deal with someone, and then he's with Philly on a deal. It's like, come on now, man. It just makes me wonder. Not saying anything, doesn't it make you wonder? Like, how do guys are awful, and then all of a sudden they're free agent year, they're great. Then they're awful free agent year, they're great. I wonder what the hot steroid or that's what I yeah. Designer drug is. PED is now. I wonder yeah. what the one, because uh, you know there's one that they're taking that nobody yes. knows about yet. Well, you know what the UFC All guys do, right? those athletes are so far ahead of the curve yeah. with that stuff. The UFC guys cycle off and on, and it's kind of semi-legal, where they cycle on yeah, it, yeah. and then they know when they're going to get tested, and they cycle off it, and they get off it. Cheeto-dusted cheeseburgers, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> he's a competitive eater, though. <laughs> All right, Kepper, this one is for you and all you women out there listening this morning. A lady in Philadelphia, all right, speaking of Philly, uh, she has a rare condition. Now, I don't I don't see the name of this condition. Oh, I, yeah. Her name is Sienna Gonzalez, and it's a pretty unique birthing story. Listen to this. So while I was giving birth, what basically happened to me is called the Ferguson reflex. My baby shot out completely involuntary i did not have to push him out he came out on his own you can hear me screaming the baby is coming he's coming and that was me screaming to my team that i'm gonna need hands on deck because i could feel him descending outside of my control okay 40 seconds she shot that that she kid out of her hoo-ha under a minute yes 40 seconds wow shot that's out a, of her i've wow. done things in 40 that seconds sounds like <laughs> like something in a horror flick doesn't it, it? or a porn flick yeah <laughs> yikes it shot out of her <laughs> 40 seconds i but wonder if the kids are it's i assume everything's okay right and uh-huh. the story would have the it's called tragically. it's called fetal ejection <laughs> <laughs> the name doesn't do it any good. Fetal ejection reflex. And she's the only one who fecal ejection. Yeah, fecal. Yes. Frequent fecal. This picture of doctor diving under with a pillow because of the baby's yeah, coming. Right, a catcher's right. mitt. You got a catcher's mitt across the room. Is she the only person that has this? Or it's very rare. I've never heard of it. It's very yeah. rare. But it's it's. How long were you in labor for, Kepper? Uh, let's see. Three o'clock in the morning, and then I gave birth at two in the afternoon. Oh. The next uh, that same day, so not too long. My wife, the I first pushed one, forever though, but it, hours, yeah, um, no. Really? Oh yeah, my, yeah, it was a long time, man. You got was lots that of because popsicles. You just went to the hospital too early. No, well, we did, but they said that we needed to rock walk around the hospital, and then we did, and then they go, okay, you're close enough, and it just was taken forever. So then, what do they put in you when they try to get you a di- epidural? Uh, no, yeah, no, no, that's a painkiller. I know my wife had it too. I don't they remember try to the get name. Yeah. To induce. to induce, yeah, and they, yeah, it took just a long time, and I was there overnight, and then the next day at five in the afternoon, so we got in like at five, wow. and then wow, yeah, a whole day, and then another day, and you're like, oh my god, when that's off to you, ladies, that's yeah. impressive, man. I yeah, but horrible the drugs for... are great though for the ladies. I yeah, felt horrible true. for my wife because you can't eat or drink anything like right. once you're in there so 40 right. hours that's yeah that sucks. and you brought time. in a pizza to mock your wife yeah well they it's... give you popsicles yeah how was the cafeteria food at the hospital ranch eh, <laughs> this is no good back no then good, yeah no good mm-hmm. that's why you hit the machines we had a hot tub in our room though 
For water birth? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was really? interesting. Some rich laid in it with a six-pack of <laughs> what hospital? What hospital did she give birth at? St. Anne's. Oh. Oh. That's right by my house. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Corn. The rock group Corn. Corn. Corn footwear and apparel is coming soon to Adidas. We were obsessed with gangster rap so much. And a lot of these guys would wear sportswear. And that had major influence on us. We've been waiting to do a collab with Adidas for so long. At the time in the 90s, we had a song saying that Adidas stood for all day dreaming about sex. Adidas like, no, we're not going to do anything with you. <laughs> That's when I took it upon myself to start customizing and doing this stuff. I made Adidas kilt, I made Adidas sparkly track suits. The new collection is stuff created by us. This is my purple track suit. Yes! It's kind of a piece of history. Have time to play the set. So we're happy to be part of that. Let's play some Freak on a Leash, shall we? Adidas, <laughs> all day I dream about sex. Thank you. I did not know I that. had no yeah. idea. That's what we, when I was growing up, that was the big thing. That's what Adidas stood for. All day I dream about sex. Wow. Oh, so you had heard that before? Oh, absolutely. In high that. school. Yes. I never heard that So either. anybody wore Adidas, that's what we said. Wow. The only two I knew were FUBU and Fila. What's that? Fubu was for us, by us. Well, that's, and, that is, yeah. it does mean that. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. Fila was forever I love Atlanta. Oh. <laughs> All day I dream about sex. Much yeah. better. <laughs> Much better. Yeah. And the shoes yeah. are better. I like Adidas. Well, Fila, what was the Atlanta tie? I think it, a bunch of rappers from Atlanta wore just, Fila's. Yeah, okay. There you go, and that's your hot five. Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic still working this accident 315 North after 7071 uh, blocking the left lane. 71 North traffic is slow from Greenlawn Avenue. And also 270 Northbound ramp to 161 East is still closed due to an injury accident. Detour 270 North to Ohio 3, the Westerville exit to 270 South to get you back on to 161 East. Is your ugly driveway ready for a makeover? Capital City Concrete is Ohio's premier concrete design specialist and can still get your driveway installed this year and $500 off. Why wait? Get an instant quote today at CapCityConcrete.com. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. Host your holiday party at Borgata this year. While you're out shopping, stop in for their amazing happy hour specials. Find them in Dublin, Granville Road in Worthington. So United Airlines changing its boarding process. So people with window seats, they get to board first. Then it's the middle seats and then the aisle seats are last. So families and groups, they can still board together, but you'll be boarding last, even if one of you has a window seat. It's called the Wilma system, which is short for window, middle, aisle. And if it sounds familiar, it's because it's really not new. United used it. uh, They used to do it this way before switching to the front to back boarding in 2017. So they're really just reverting back to the old system. So how much time uh, will take off the boarding process of this, doing it this way, going back to Wilma? About two minutes. So really not that much. Now, Rich, you're getting ready to go on a plane, aren't you? No. Uh, no, we're driving this one. Oh, you're driving this one. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you don't have to worry getting about that. Getting on a boat. He's doing a cruise. Going on a boat. Mm. Going in a boat. And you're <laughs> leaving today. You won't be leaving, in next yep. Leaving this afternoon. Leave yep. me the keys to your place. I want to raid your pantry. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those snacks. The Rolling Stones officially launched the release of their brand new album, Hackney Diamonds, with a club show last night at Racket on West 16th Street in New York's Meatpacking District. So they took the stage shortly after 10. They treated 650 friends, family members, celebs, and the media to a seven-song, 35-minute set 
That included the live debuts of four tracks from the new album. Uh, they did Shattered. That's what they started from, from Some Girls. Then they went into Angry from Hackney Diamonds. They did Whole uh, Wide World from Hackney Diamonds. Then Tumbling Dice from Exile. Bite My Head Off from Hackney Diamonds and Jumpin' Jack Flash. Uh, then they left the stage, but they came back. For Sweet Sounds of Heaven, also from Hackney Diamonds. Do a song with Gaga. They did a song with Lady Gaga reprising her role the on the album. Gaga, she's been quiet recently. Mm. She has. Yeah. I think she had a run being an artist and realized, man, it's a hard to maintain success for like 10, 20 years. I'm going to do acting and crush it because she's a good actress. She's a really good yeah. actress. Yeah. She still plays Vegas. Oh, does she? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. just think she's an incredible singer. Yep. I really do. It's just so hard to maintain that success stay, for that yeah, long. Yeah, right, right. Not everybody's a Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, okay. Or she could date Jason Kelsey. Yeah, you wonder <laughs> what kind of uh, legs Taylor's going to have. I mean, I think she'll be relevant in 20 years from now. Don't I you? do, too, but I think it's I a really rarity. Do. I think she's. it'll be a businesswoman, though. Yeah. It won't be maybe the career, the singing career. Look at Britney Spears. She She'll had a be decade. a player in the industry yeah. for years to come. Madonna had, what, 10, 20 years? Britney Spears had 10 years. Yeah, but they're just performers. I think Taylor's much more. Taylor's going to be Oprah. She's going to be a player. Think B- so? Billion-dollar player. Yeah, Ariana Grande could probably be that next yeah, one. Yeah, probably, too. She can sing really well. She needs to date more famous people, though. Yes. Not is Pete Ariana Davidson. is yeah. Ariana Grande who's the one rich that does all the impressions of other singers? That's her. God, she's yeah, amazing! She Holy really well. cow! Yeah. I saw a whole reel on her. You know, she can do Britney, Christina Aguilera, all of them. She's tiny. Yes. Teeny tiny. My throat. Okay, Adele. It's me, Adele. I cannot do the show because of my throat. Did you hear her latest? I'm so. I used to be chubby. I had a fit. What kind of depressed song does she sing now? No, she claims she was an alcoholic up until three months ago. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear any of that. Really? Again, it could be just media clickbait. Yeah, right, right. And I didn't want to click it, so I didn't. But, like, what do I care? Dating LeBron's buddy. Eyes agent. Yeah. yeah she has agent. been for a that while, hasn't deal. she? He, he just is, profiled yeah. him on 60 Minutes. Yeah, he is two a big deal. Ago. Yeah. He's what they would call a baller. It's a name? baller. Paul, Paul. Rich Paul. Rich Paul. Yeah. Rich Paul. He was yeah. a nightclub bouncer. Yeah. Yeah, and that was his start. He's come a long way. He really has. Yeah. Well, you know what? You can make some cap, possibly. Brandon Lang is picks after my guy, Billy Squire. Brandon Lang's Picks, powered by the Torg and Elliott Tailgater, now available at Junkyard Dogs in Linworth. Don't show up on Lane Avenue empty-handed. Junkyarddogs.com. Two weeks in a row of crushing it from the website BrandonLang.com. B. Lang, what's up? Hello, Brandon. Really? I crushed it? How'd I do? Uh, uh, what'd you go, 8-1? and one? What'd you go, 8-1? Yeah, eight and something one? like that. Something it like was that. a good weekend for B. Lang. Holy, holy schmoles. How'd yeah. you do on the site? Uh, hit Oregon plus three and a half on Saturday. Got off the Jags and went with Tampa Bay as a home dog over Detroit. I'll never do that again. Detroit's the real deal. Yeah. Why don't we start yeah. with with the NFL? Since you mentioned Detroit plus three against the Ravens, I think you have to buy the half point and take the Lions. I just they're 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 legit. I mean, as funny as this sounds, we all should have been alerted to it when they beat. Kansas City on the road. You don't go into the world champions and and kind of you know lay an egg there. You go into the world champions and beat them outright. He went for it on fourth and one from his own 19, faked the punt. He showed you right there he wanted to win. 
you know, you look at the game against Seattle, they, they, they turned it over three times and two fumbles and an interception by Goff. And so when you turn it over three times and even then they lose in overtime. And since then, blow out Atlanta 26, blow out Green Bay 34-20, blow out Carolina 42-24, dominate Tampa Bay 20-6, boom, 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 boom. I just don't see them going in here and laying an egg. They're 5-1 against the spread this year. And I think they're going to go in here plus the three. This, at worst, it's a field goal game. Hey, hey Brandon, let me ask you, because I've heard you say the, the buy the half point thing. What do I pay when I buy a half point? It's like it's minus 130. Yeah. It's oh. minus 130. You just get less return. With, yep. It's the only thing with Oregon on Saturday. Should they have won the game outright? Yes. You know, this, this, this coach is, is just a moron. This is two years in a row against Washington. You're, you're, you're right there at the end of the first half. You're, you're fourth. And so, so let me just take you back real quick. Give me, give me 30 seconds to talk about this. If you watch the Oregon-Washington game, they get the turnover at the end of the first half. They drive right down. There's 15 seconds on the clock. You have a timeout. It's third and goal from the three. Now, if you know you're going to go for it on fourth and goal and you're third and goal at the three with a timeout, you power run it. You don't get in. You take a timeout. Now it's fourth and goal from the one, the two, whatever. At least you planted in their brain that we may throw, we may run. So what do they do? They throw it on, on – so it was fourth and goal from the one. So it's third and goal at the one, and they pass it. And at fourth and goal on the one, they pass it again with a timeout in their back pocket. So you go for it, you run it, you're in. Okay. Even then, it, you could probably make a case for for taking the field goal and cutting it to a one score game. Forget, forget all that. So he screws that up. The end of the game, you're fourth and one from midfield. Punt him back. They need a touchdown to beat you. Make them go 80 yards when your defense is playing well. He goes for it, gives him field position, and the rest is history. So this guy's a complete buffoon. I still covered getting three and a half, bought the half point. Anytime you have the dog, you're dealing with the three number. Just educate your listeners. Okay. Anytime you're dealing with the three number and you like the favorite, spend the extra 20 cents, buy it down to two and a half, and get it under that three number. If you like the dog, then buy the half point, get three and a half. Just make sure that if it falls on that three number, you turn a push into a win because you weren't afraid to spend the extra 20 cents buying the half point. All right, speaking of uh, favorites, let's go continue with the NFL. Is this a trap game when it's telling me the Packers on the road minus one against the Broncos? Because common yeah. sense would tell me the Packers. Yeah, it's, it's listen, what has, what has Mr. Love showed you the last few weeks? Yeah, not He's been struggling. good. He's struggling, and so now you're going on the road in Denver as a small favorite, and I just, listen, there, there, there are some good numbers, but I, I don't think Denver the last couple of weeks has played terrible. Their defense has looked better. I just don't trust Love on the road. Sometimes you'll lose with Team A before you try to win with Team B. I'll lose with Russell Wilson and Sean Payton at home against a basically a first-year quarterback who's not looking very well um, against this defense on the road. So I'll, I'll, I'll make a slight lean towards the little home dog at one and a half of the Broncos. And that's why you think the Vegas did that, because they want people to sucker in and buy on the Packers. I think they're just – I think the public is down on Denver to begin with. Sure. I just, I just do. I think the public sees the 70 points they gave up to, to Miami, and they're still not sold. And any chance they get to go against Sean Payton, which just goes back to what I said in your show week one, this guy could have took any job in the NFL. What did he see in Denver? There were better jobs out there with better talent and better teams. What did he see? What, what did he make him think Denver's the spot for me? 
after what Nathaniel Hackett did the year before, the complete train wreck, Russell Wilson with garbage, the prophets of garbage, but I'm going to go in here and fix it. I, I question why he went there, but with that being said, I don't think Green Bay should be laying points on the road to anybody right now. All right, BrandonLang.com is the site. Browns minus two and a half at the Colts, and it looks this like P.J. Walker. Yeah, this is, this is amazing to me that we all missed it. And I talked about it on your show. I said on your show, I like Cleveland. I love you did. Yep. John Watson, but I still like them if it's, if it's you know, P.J. Walker. I said, you're getting the top three defense in the NFL, getting close to 10 points with San Francisco coming off a big emotional national TV game on Sunday night against the Dallas Cowboys. It was a flat spot. That defense got after Purdy, and sure enough, banged them up and got it done. Now, to, 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 to validate, you know, I'm playing – I'm playing Shinnecock, where they hold the U.S. Open today at 1 o'clock. It's a beautiful day here in New York, and I'm really looking forward to it. And what we play is we play, we play skin. So if you win a skin on the sixth hole, you've got to validate it with the par on the seventh hole. This is kind of that validation game for, for the Browns. You just beat San Francisco. You just knocked off an undefeated team. Your defense is playing unbelievable. And now that defense gets a chance to get after Minshew. You know, can Minshew execute at the level he's going to need to execute against this defense at home, I don't think he can. I like what I saw in P.J. Walker last week, and I like this Cleveland defense against Minshew. That's what it comes down to. If you look at the Monday night game between Dallas and, and, and L.A., you know, it came down to which quarterback played better. Was the game there for the Chargers to win? Absolutely, and Herbert was garbage, period. Played one of his worst games of the year, and Dak made plays. It's a quarterback-driven league. So if you get a mid-range backup quarterback against the top three defense in the NFL, who do you lose with regardless of what the number is? Yep. Anything else you like in the NFL? No, that's it. You pretty much hit on I'm on Cleveland. I'm on Denver at home. Um, and then the first game we covered, of course, I like and, that, that side. And go back. Shinnecock, you, you get the skin on six, you got to validate on seven. I'm a golfer. I hate that. Wow. I know. But that's what it tough. Does, it, it, it keeps the skin Yeah, in play. it does. But sometimes you get to that back nine. Right. There's a hole worth 13 skins, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's go. All right. The big game of the week, noon on Fox. Buckeyes hosting Penn State. Looks like the Lions are getting four and a half. Let me ask you a question. All right. Let, let's, 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 let's talk about this. Let's sit back right now and let's talk about here comes here comes Mr. Franklin rolling into the horseshoe. whole world's going to be watching this game. They're getting four and a half. You're tempted to take it. It's more than a field goal. The Buckeyes look good the last few weeks. But here's the question. Okay? Who's Penn State played? No one. West, West Virginia, Delaware, Illinois, UMass, Iowa, Western, UMass. Okay. Here they come, and it's going to be the same old thing where everybody hypes Penn State, they hype this, they hype that, and whatever drama Ohio State was dealing with, whatever drama Ohio State had going on, the last couple of weeks after the Notre Dame game, that's a good Maryland team that they blew out, and they went into Purdue and just hammered them. I think here we go. This is peak time for the Buckeyes, and I will lose with the Buckeyes first before I give Mr. James Franklin a chance to implode and get on the road and you back him here and think that they're going to get this done. Listen, they had no right covering the number against Maryland. Maryland was in that game the whole way, and the Buckeyes figured out a way to get that game to the number. Some people say it was a push. Some people was playing it to win. That's the thing with the Buckeyes. I think you, you lose with Ohio State before you try to win with Penn State. 
Hey, Alabama's minus nine against Tennessee, but they are at home. Yeah, but the funny thing is, they got a little game next week against LSU on the docket. But with that being said, um, they're seeking revenge here. 16-3 and against the spread versus opponents with at least one loss on the season. Um, Bama, it, it looks to me like they're turning the corner. Although they did struggle against Arkansas last week. Um, that's the fifth straight week that they've given up the offensive line. Due to the fact that they got LSU next week, I think you got to take Tennessee plus the points. Okay. Uh, what about USC? Looks so bad, but they're, min- they're minus seven at home. Yeah, this is this is this quarterback man. Our boy for for Utah just can't get healthy and can't get it done. But with that being said, you know the Utes come in here eight sixteen and one against the spread when they lose their previous game outright as a road dog, and then they're a, a dog of seven or fewer points. They're one twelve and one against the spread their last thirteen. Wow. So with with the fact that Utah's defense has played well, but they went into Oregon State and they just couldn't move the ball. Granted. When you have a poor defense like USC does, you need an offense that's going to take advantage of it. But USC struggling with this kid at quarterback, and I don't know if Utah's going to be able to score enough against USC because USC's offense is going to get it going at home. I don't care who the defense is. And I know Arizona went in here and, and they went to three overtimes or whatever, but I just got to feel like USC's the right side of the game. All right, and Wolverines are going to give 24 to Sparty. I say take the Wolverines, and thank you, Brandon. No, wait. Let me tell let me, let me tell you something, <laughs> by the way, guys. Let me tell you something. No one's really been paying attention to the man who tucks his sweatshirt into the khakis, right? They've just been kind of going under the radar. Nobody's really – like, they're not, they're not front-page news. Like, when you think of Michigan and at this point in the season, they're not front-page news. Nobody's talking about them. Nobody's saying anything about them. But if you look at what they've done, okay, their last three weeks, to beat Indiana 52-7, to go into Minnesota and beat them 52-10, to go into Nebraska and beat them 45-7. So you're telling me, the last three weeks, what they've done in covering big-time numbers, 17-and-a-half number at Nebraska, 45-7. Minnesota laying 19, beat them by 42. Laying 31, Indiana beat them 52-7. I know it's a big number. I know it's a rivalry game. But I think Michigan State's that bad. And if you play this game, I'm, I, listen, I'm a home dog guy. Give the 24. I agree. Yeah. I just can't see you going against them right now with the way that they're playing. All right, buddy. All right, BrandonLang.com. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Ozzy said he's got a new strategy for his next album. It's going to be coherent. <laughs> no. Uh, we'll be able to hear the, it, the lyrics. He actually said he's going to do an album with no guests because last time. He did the uh, patient number nine. It was a huge success, and he brought all these guest artists on. That's the way to do it. And that created the attention, kind of like the Stones, bringing yep. Paul McCartney yeah, right, on. Right, right, I get it. And he said, I'm going to do another album next year, and then I am going to do it all myself. It'll be all Ozzy Just Osbourne. Ozzy. Yeah, you got to hand it to him, and we'll see how it does. And then a tour. Oh, oh no. He can't. He can't. Boy, I'll tell you, he has his fans, though, doesn't he? He does. I mean, he really, really does. I'd go see him. I don't know how much I'd pay. Would Ozzy be a guy who would do Nationwide Arena charge $300 a ticket? Uh, Oh, I can't imagine. No, I don't think so. No, he's not that type of guy? I don't think so. Because a lot of artists are now. Yeah, well, we used to think was so outrageous. Really isn't so outrageous anymore. That's true. The upper deck is 100 bucks. Yeah, that's true. He sell out, right? He'd, he'd, uh, 
Ozzy sell Nationwide Arena? I think so. Yes, he yeah, would sell. I would think so. I would think so. And he just, I've never seen him. He stands there and sings. Maybe it's the scarcity of him coming around that gives it value. Probably, huh? As opposed to Motley Crue or Def Leppard. Or, Where right? they tour constantly. And Ozzy's yeah. hit or miss because he was supposed to be at that festival in California and had to, had to bail. I think he's just getting well, better. Well, a festival, you're one of 13 acts over two, three days. To do a single night in an arena, I don't know. And then he's to- jumping on a bus or on a and plane. And what, what, what's the bad? I mean, is he doing a full Sabbath? Is he? And is Sharon following him around? Oh, of course. Well, I'm sure she I don't has. know. I'm is sure she? she comes to take he care has, of him, He right? has a handler. If, yeah, if it's, it's not Sharon, hand- then it's somebody. It's not a female. Well, no, can't have that. Can't be the hairdresser. Because wasn't he screwing the hairdresser? Yes, he was. She lets her guard down. Yeah, but that was 30 years ago. No, no, no. It was like screwing around less now. than five. Torg, Torg asked me, uh, Christy, earlier in the, off the air, if if Mick still has groupies, do you think? For Mick the Stones? Oh, I'm sure he does. Not at his age. Why, you're not horny at 80? Well, I just think you don't want that out there, right? Some young girl, everybody's got a phone. If he was hooking up with a... That would be everywhere. Isn't his baby's mama like 28? Yeah, but that's the mother of his baby. Not yeah, not some random cares. groupie so that's can he uh, just do in a his hotel room. 20 something on the row. Oh, I think he God. can. She could have started as a groupie and got promoted to baby's mother. I think he yeah. could, but he, he wouldn't. He bribes him, he pays him to be quiet if that is indeed yes. the case. Well, I think he, he, he no could, but he would anymore, not. Right? He would not do it. You don't think he'd have no. sex with a hot groupie? No. I think oh. that he could, but he would not. He's I think, those, I think at this he? point he's like, you know what? Life, know. My life's already complicated. That, right? Yes. Yeah, he's got a blue pill and you wrap it up. Well, so what? Maybe he just. Maybe he, he just doesn't, doesn't want to do that. The man, that man have needs. Then Christy. he can go to his baby mama and get a, all together. the need he wants. I think if he did, okay, high five for Mick. Yeah, yeah. sure. It's a, more of a reflection on the twenty-something <laughs> that would sleep with a seventy-eight-year-old man. Whatever the hell he is. All right. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's the one. If you had to criticize and mock something, you would mock the twenty eight groupie old. that did it. But then if that's your call in life, yeah, you like old what, guys. Who's bigger than Mick Jagger, right? Maybe you got you got to take your shot. Jerry, you got to see Christy. You saw the show Married for Millions. Yes. And I don't know if it's still on, but that guy in Dallas, he's one of the biggest real estate hotel owners in the country. He's like seventy years old. And the girl he married is this super hot 18-year-old Hispanic girl. And really? Yes. And they're all the remember the couple on the yacht, Christy? And she was from Iowa and she's a she's a Instagram model influencer. Yeah. And she's like 23. And he like takes his teeth out at night. And he's older, the guy, they live on a yacht, and he's older than her dad. You gum it to death. Yeah, at the final episode, the dad talks her into not marrying him, so they break up. Oh, I don't remember that one. But the whole story, the whole show is these super ancient dudes, like old, old, Mick Jagger old, hooking up with the young, hot Instagram models, and there's a market for it. Oh, yeah. And one girl admits that she met the the guy on a site. the dad participated in the- No, the dad was against it and convinced her not to. No, but he participated in the show on the air. He convinced her not to. But he was barely in it. 
only when okay. the wedding was happening. Yeah. The dad said, I, I think he participated to tell everybody that his daughter is not whore? on board. That his too. A, a money grubbing whore. <laughs> yes. But the, the one lady admitted there was one girl like season two who admitted there's websites like called sugardaddy.com oh, sure. sure where all these dudes go on and they meet the 18 year old girl yeah. there's websites you got to be a millionaire and then you meet so there's a market that's what i'm saying yeah just saying i don't have enough sugar to be a sugar daddy no. i need more sugar <laughs> yeah can't pay <laughs> hot dogs <laughs> need a flower papa yeah. <laughs> well we got comedian sam marill on you want to do laughter uh, quickly? let's let's sample a little uh sam marill here our guest in a few minutes brought to you by the uh, columbus funny bone 471 joke get your reservation and uh here is sam marill we'll have him live here in uh, about eight minutes Reno is not my favorite. Florida is a mixed bag. You got Tampa is pretty cool, surprisingly. Naples, Florida is terrible. What's, what's the matter with Naples? Vapid and rich, which is a bad combo. Mm -hmm. okay. Rich is fine, but vapid and rich. They're, and, you know, they, uh, I bombed five straight nights in Naples. I, <laughs> I feel so low at the end of the week. This old man walks up to me and he goes, uh, you mumble too much. That's why no one laughed. <laughs> And I said, wow. I really hope you don't slip in the shower later. And, uh, and he goes, what did you say? I was like, mumble. That's a bummer. That's, he nailed it. It's me. No, Naples is tough, you know. Orlando is, you know, I just got COVID there. I'm lucky that's all I got. Oh. But uh, you will never be more pro-choice than on the flight back from Orlando. Hey, one of our favorite comedians oh, is coming to town, so Southern Theater, uh, and uh, let's talk to him. Let's get some tickets sold. Samarill.com is the website to get tickets. It's his national class act tour. Sam Marill, what's up, buddy? Sammy! How are you? How are you? Good. So did you name this tour? Because if I were you and I could name any tour, I would do it Sam Marill's Big Dick Energy Tour. Well, oh, because there's one of those radio shows. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what we do, brother. That's why we open with yeah, that. Yeah, we just do it, yeah. and then we yeah. get called in later, and we say, look at the rating, Slappy. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, I I just, it's not classy. It's sarcasm, obviously. Yeah, like, yeah. You go to some of these some of these beautiful theaters, and uh, they tell me stories like, oh, Houdini levitated out of that spot right there. And I'm like, cool, I have a new abortion chunk I'm working on. <laughs> but, uh, so you, you feel a little guilty doing the types of jokes. I mean, look, it's a, it's a good new hour. I like this new hour better than my last one. But, uh, you know, it is. you do feel like guilt, I guess. And that's, going into these gorgeous venues and just sullying them with my fill. Yeah, because that's funny because I was going to say, we did a show, uh, we did a couple of live shows from the Southern of all the classic theaters here in town. Uh, that's the old vaudeville house, and they told us the same. They said Laurel and Hardy worked this stage, and the Marx Brothers, and... Blah, blah, blah. You'll dig it. It's very, and, very and cool. And then we showed up and... Yeah. Wah, 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 wow. Not good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, at least when you're in, like, a comedy club, the person who is there, that you see the person the week before you, and you're like, something the tramps? You're like, all right, this seems... I feel like I'll fit in here. But, yeah, the theater... <laughs> You know, and they always have these crazy stories where like Elvis had sex with a woman in that broom closet right there. And you're like, wow, OK, you know, <laughs> but that I'll comes with it. the success working all these theaters. I mean, what a great yeah. uh, spot you're in. Hell, we're giving away tickets now. Guys are, are selling out our nationwide arena. 
I'm excited, man. Yeah. Samarill.com, by the way, Southern Theater, October 27th. So you tell you, you are inappropriate. That's our style of comedy. Do you ever, because we sit back and sometimes we do a bit like last, uh, earlier this week, we played this bit where it was Hispanic guys trying to announce college football names. And, oh, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, and you listen to it, you go, should we play that? Ah, what the hell? When you write a bit, do you think, eh, maybe, all right, I'm doing it anyway. Yeah, I would say so. I think, I think, what would a Hispanic guy say? And I just use that accent. <laughs> I just, uh, no, I, uh, yeah, I think you have to just go with what you think is gonna, is, is like, is it worth it? You know, that's kind of the thing. And sometimes the joke kills, but I was like, eh, I just, I think I could do better. I think I, it's just not gonna, it's not as good as the other stuff. So you just pull it, you know? Yeah. So when you, try when you did Letterman show on, uh, on Netflix, did you feel like you had to maybe temper some of that because it was David Letterman sitting there watching you or did you just let it fly? No, I just wanted to impress him. You just, yeah. You know, who doesn't respect Letterman? No, I didn't really feel like I had to. Uh, I think I made a joke about a guy taking a dump and Letterman laughed. And so I was like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you just go with what you think is funny. This isn't CBS. Letterman's still a comedian. So I yeah. it's not like Letterman's not going to laugh at a dirtier, darker joke. Hey, so from that standpoint, to kind of follow up what you said. So my partner Jerry here did stand up, and his dream back in the day was to do Carson. When you started to do when you started to do stand because I'm 111. Yeah. So what? I was going to say, holy, holy crap! Uh, <laughs> oh, you can swear on our show. We're going. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to shake hands with Sid Caesar. <laughs> what was your thing? What, yeah. what, when you were starting out, what was your thing? Like, damn, I really want to, you know. Well, I guess you know, 90s. I really, the late night shows, I mean, I was definitely a, a kid of Conan because my brother loved Conan and you kind of think whatever you think your older brother thinks is cool, you end up thinking it's cool. So uh, Conan was definitely one of my guys. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I watched Leno, I watched Letterman, I watched them all, you know, so I, I you know, I want to do them all. Well, and that brings me to my question then. Back when I was in the 80s doing stand-up, traveling nationally, With right? With Fatty Arbuckle. When cable TV <laughs> broke, that was the game changer because now you don't have to kiss CBS's ass. And it's going to be yeah. so many different places where we can perform and show. And it never really panned out that way, to be honest. But today, for guys, social media is did all that and more for you current guys. It did, but you know what's interesting is now they kind of they're pulling the goalposts back in for ad sales. So, back, right when it was starting, yeah, you could say the most the most provocative thing would get the most clicks. But now, you know, you have to make sure. I have like a social media guy helping me. He's like, we gotta blank the word pedophile in this joke, or you're gonna get censored. You know, it's like so. There's still uh, there's still ways you have to kind of circumvent these like weird algorithms and they're they're making it harder if you have a more provocative joke uh southern theater by the way october 27th samuel just go to his website samuel.com hey uh when did you you do a sports podcast i used to do one with the the patriots great oh edelman, edelman. okay because i was what because so you're a big sports fan huh or you just did I it am. uh what do you think Buc- buckeyes are taking on penn state who do you like this weekend I honestly, this is going to sound like blasphemy to to you guys being being Columbus, but uh, dude, I don't I don't really follow college football. Yeah, Deion you're Sanders a pro guy. Kind of into, 
Yeah, I'm a Giants fan, which, yep. by the way, I'm trying not to follow them this year. What the hell? Oh, I, yeah. Uh, I can't take it. I, I'm so demoralized by the Giants that Daniel Jones was at the cellar recently, and the bartender is a friend of mine. He's like, do you want to meet him? And I was like, I'm good. <laughs> like, can, you imagine, can you imagine your starting quarterback is at your place of work, and you're like, eh, I don't. Nah. It's, like, it's a low point. <laughs> I, I'm good. It's a low point. So, Sam, but, I've... Hey, I'm a, I'm Giants, Knicks, Yankees, Rangers. I'm, I'm New York sports. You're depressed, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah so yeah. I've been to your show a few times, and I don't remember you doing a lot of political stuff, but I would think so. You got that Bobert gal giving a guy a handy at Beetlejuice. You got a senator who wears a hoodie, and the president can't complete a sentence. Do you, do you sometimes get like, man, there's so much stuff here, I want to do it? Yeah, I'll, I'll dip in. As long as it's kind of like funny to both sides, I don't really like to – you know, I like the idea that people are coming to the show to get away from all the noise. Yeah. So uh, if I if I take you there, it better be worth it. It's not going to I'm not just going to do, you know, and and the Lauren Boebert thing is like, how do you not make a joke about, you know, this woman's in Congress? I mean, she's just giving out a, a handy. It's insane. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Was that proven? That's official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, was, a, that was yes, a handy. Yes, okay. Yes. Yeah. God was, love her. Was it proven? There's video footage. Yeah, there's video. God love her. Yeah. Oh. God, I went on, on I, Tinder I, uh, just to why, get a, yeah. Why is there a camera in there? I, I never understood why there's a camera. Does that mean if, like, you're getting, if you're someone at Hamilton that there's footage? There's <laughs> <laughs> there cameras everywhere? I didn't know they had that, but, yeah, she was, uh. <laughs> yeah, your date was hitting the high notes. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was uh, was a weird one, and also it's like you know you're not even getting a great musical because it's like Colorado. No, 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 they were in DC. I think they were in DC, weren't they? Oh, were they? I thought it was Colorado. Yeah, I think it was the tour, but it's still the touring. You're still watching yeah. the Tory Beetlejuice, so it was, you know, come on, how good right. can yeah, that yeah, be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because because we get stuff here, <laughs> and then I go, I say to like on the show, like I've been to Wicked and I've been to you know Book of Mormon, but really, it's no, you haven't. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Yeah, you know, I'm, I, I I just realized I'm going to put on a worse show just because I'm in Columbus this week. Yeah. Well, you know what? You're going to have a good time here. You've been here a lot of times. Samarill.com is the uh, place to get tickets. Southern Theater. And so, are you uh, with you now? Where you've gotten so big? Are you just strict theaters, and then you just do like comedy cellars and small clubs to work on material? Well, this year was all theaters, but I'm going back to clubs leading up to my special taping just to make sure the the material there tight so from like mid-december through february i'm gonna do clubs again okay cool well i appreciate your time yeah, man. man i'll be always there. good thank I'll be there you the 27 thanks sam thanks guys your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. Watch for Columbus Police on the right berm of 71 South at North Broadway traffic. Popo. The Popo. They are, uh, traffic is slow right there from Cook Road. Good news. Uh, well, no, this isn't good news. EMS is headed to a crash scene. 270 West at 315. The center lane is blocked right at this moment. And 270 North exit to 161 East has been reopened. Watch for police. They're still on the scene trying to clean up that earlier accident. And that's QFM 96 traffic. Uh, news is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. Host your holiday party at Borgata this year. While you're out shopping, stop in for their amazing happy hour specials. Find them on Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. Pfizer up in the cost of its COVID-19 medication. Of course they are. Paxlovid. Now get this. Paxlovid. Paxlovid by more than double. 
what it was. Well, the government's their client, so I guess you can, right? So uh, as the U.S. transitions out of the uh, transitions rather out of the pandemic's emergency phase, drug maker changing the list price of the drug before insurance to nearly fourteen hundred dollars for a five day course. Wow. This according to an internal email from the drug maker. By the way, that's up from five hundred thirty dollars per course, which was paid by the U.S. government to provide Paxlovid free to patients. Pfizer says. Pfizer goes, oh, no, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Uh, they would offer assistance for co-pays for those who qualify. Knew That's it. being the big one. Yeah, the government's your client. You can raise the price, right? $1,400 for a five-day course. What do you pay typically for a, uh, well, as long as it's covered, your co-pay is probably pretty cheap for most meds, um, right? Jimmy just got steroids and... But what if you're like... Okay, steroids. Okay, got My steroids. pills are super cheap. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you go to Hims. Yeah. I hear the commercials. Steroids and antibiotics, and I think for both of them, it was like $13. Yeah, they're fairly cheap, especially generics. Sometimes you get the good doc where he'll tell you, like, hey, generics the same thing. It'll cost you right, 30 right, cents. Right, right. Doctor told me when I was getting out of the hospital there a few weeks ago, he said four Motrin is the prescription of uh, the generic over-the-counter version of what we were giving you. Here I thought I was getting some sort of super pain pill. Oh, that works so good. A lot of placebo uh, effect there, I think. But he goes, no, four Motrin's about what? Uh, Because they recommend, you know, two on on the... on the bottle, on the pill bottle, mm-hmm. and he said, "Take four Motrin, spot safe." Oh. That's good to know. So yeah. you weren't getting any Motrin, secret hack. No. Motrin yeah. was the, the key there, not Tylenol, not Advil, but Motrin. Motrin, four Motrin, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Motrin saved Jerry's life. It did. There I could have died. Speaking damn near died. Speaking of prescription drugs, you could buy a lot of them with a thousand dollars. With the Waterworks 1K Workday, we'll give you the keyword after. Did I tell you guys I could have died? Yes. <laughs> Twisted sister. Tell it everyone. All right, let's do this. You could be one word away from winning $1,000. It's the Waterworks 1K Workday. I'm going to give you the keyword, and then what you do is you go to QFM96.com. You enter that keyword before midnight for your chance to win $1,000. Play every weekday to increase your chances of winning. Today's keyword. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is is, is free. Free. F R E E. Your favorite free thing is the Torgan Elliott show. Aha. Free. Free. We are free. F R E E. Not like the French. They spell it with one E. We spell it with two Maybe here in the start, good old USA. Yeah, that's true. Maybe yeah. if we started charging, it'd give more value to our show. This giving it away Wait, every morning. For free. For free to everybody out there. Yeah. Well, the water- like we get a nickel of broadcast. Would you pay a nickel to listen to this? That's how all those podcasters do, huh? Get a nickel? Nickel and no, diamond, yeah? That. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Waterworks 1K Workday giving you a chance to put a thousand in your pocket. Rules, details, QFM96.com. Christy will have another word between 11 and 11.15, and then she'll also tell you when the next word is as well. Uh-huh. 
Because it's later on in her show. That is correct. Now, I am looking all over social media this morning. There's Scott Torgerson. Mm -hmm. PBS and NPR apparently liked the president's speech last night. 15 minutes? No, really? Did they? Five five minutes more than I thought. Oh, yeah. You said 10 yesterday when we left here. He hit the over. But uh, so is there going to be a Gaza ceasefire? What did did he say? I didn't see a lick of it. What? Throwing money at it. Throwing, well, he did his. He did hit. Well, yes, he did say it's our duty. Throwing money at what? Gaza at, at yes. the Palestinians? Well, stuff? no, and Ukraine. He says it's our duty as Americans to fund this war because we ha- it's for democracy. It's for freedom. So we have to fund these wars. It's freedom. And he said, we're the U.S. We could do anything we put our minds to. It's not hyperbole, man. That's <laughs> what we do. Good. You're doing pretty good with that. And then he did this one. You and have I, an I'm, odd pinch. You you do present president. You do impre- yeah, presidential impressions. That. Nobody does that. That's no, kind of your thing. I'm, now. I'm bad you're at George it. George W. I'm no, the W is good. Did you have a Clinton back in the day? No, I didn't. I didn't. Everybody did. A, I did not have sex with that girl. Bigly huge, great deals when I was president. (laughs) Peace in the Middle East. No one gave peace like I did. I gave the best peace ever. It only has to be good enough for people to know who it is. The best peace. People didn't think we could do. Quite well, frankly, I didn't know what we could do, and with, I got there, and I made the deal. With I, Trump, I, you I just use deals. you just use the certain words, the catchphrases, yep. and people know who it is. I make That's the deals. True. That's true. You know? No one makes deals like me. You Christy, say bigly, Christy. Stop it! I'm talking now. You said I'm, bigly. I'm talking about me right now. Okay, it's me. It's the Trump time. Uh, Christy, <laughs> did you see President Biden last night? I did not. No. Okay, I didn't see any of it, but it's uh, of course social media. It's mixed. Some loved it, some hated it, but they said he was coherent. For most of it. Yeah, well, 15 they, minutes. Uh, yeah. They pumped them full of low T. Again, how low much low does bar. it take in order to be, I know exactly. I wonder it, what they give That's them. a win. I, I think 15 minutes is a big win. I bet you they were high five and not for what he said. They were high five and that backstage. That he didn't fall over. Say. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Did but, they fix his chin? Yeah, what was up with that? Why? What was wrong with his chin? When he was on the airplane? He had the two balls on the airplane on his chin. That's jet lag. He, did he? Did he? I don't know that do those a face ever plant again? Yeah, no balls on my chin. <laughs> if I had balls on my chin, they would be the biggest balls ever. <laughs> a beautiful nutsack. <laughs> I have a beautiful nutsack. Best the, nutsack ever. The greatest ever. ever. The ever. ever. As far as nutsacks go, it is the best ever. Yeah. All right. So we got to play this clip, though. This was one thing. And we've had listeners message us trying to decipher yeah, what he what said. I'm, and I, I'm looking at no, it. No one could figure this out. Go ahead, Rich. The state of Israel was born to be a safe place for the Jewish people of the world. That's why I was born. Long said. Yeah, I think he's saying that's, that's where why it, it was born. That's where why it, it was. was that's that's, that's where, where it was born. That's where yeah, it was that's born. Where it was but born. it sounds yeah, it wasn't like he, saying he was born there is that's he? where i was born he wasn't saying that's where i no, was born but I think it sounds like that though he where said it was born. that's where i was born but it was supposed to probably read that's where it was born and he but just he saw the eye on the teleprompter yeah he didn't squint good enough hit it again rich the state of israel was born to be a safe place for the jewish people of the world that's where i was born long said see to me it, it does sound like that's where it was born and I got that's like, why it was born. Like he was repeating himself. Yeah, that's what I thought when we heard it earlier. And then I thought that's why I was born. That's where I was born. Yeah. And he could have been. Because he well, did say he was. No, uh, he said he was born in a all black neighborhood, didn't he? Or a Puerto Rican. And Puerto neighborhood. Rico. <laughs> yeah. 
He was born in all 50 states. Well, back then, maybe it was like 37 states when he was born. Biden singing the nifty 50. Yeah, because earlier in the week, he said he was in serving in the Senate during the Seven-Day War, which was 1967. And he wasn't in the Senate till 73. Yes. Wow. But, but hey, yeah. in my mind. Remember Corn I, Pop in, when he was campaigning? <laughs> yeah. Corn Pop. 20, Corn Pop I want to meet Corn Pop. Is Corn yeah. Pop still alive? I don't know. Yeah. Boy. He should have Corn Pop come on stage. Or maybe Corn Pop was an imaginary friend when he was a kid. Maybe. Corn Pop. He had an imaginary right. friend, Corn Pop. Right. Right? And boy, Hunter has disappeared, huh? I mean. Well, you have to now. He could, he could well, come there's back other at, things going on yeah, that took our attention. So. Yeah. Rightfully so. So he, so he did say that's where it was born. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Okay. I don't think he was saying that's where he was born. Okay. Even he couldn't pull that one. Although anymore, <laughs> well, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, right? no one calls him out. Nobody so, calls. Yeah, yeah, he could exactly. say he was born anywhere, exactly. and they wouldn't call him, right? I guess. All right, so we got to the bottom of that. So everything's good. Good speech. Good. Fifteen minutes. He made it. Got Last. out in time for kickoff. Yep, got into out. But he out didn't take time. questions or anything oh, after. It wasn't no. a press conference. No, it was. He can't take questions. He just here. addressed. Yeah. And so they probably did. You said it. it he it was a it was an address. He had the stage. He did. They didn't show him walk off because that you know. Do you think they just came on at eight thirty and said we're expecting any minute? Yeah, he came I out think at so. like eight thirty five, like a and pre-game. Then he was done at fifty. Yeah, but they didn't come on at eight and do thirty minutes. Uh, of no, I bet up. you they did oh, for I the ratings. Oh yes, yes, for ratings. Because if the president says he's going to speak at eight, everybody in the country if turns you saw the it last TV. Night, give us a call. You could turn on the TV and I'm watching at eight and I can get the ratings. So then I start my pre-show, and then everybody, you're not going to turn it off, right? If you turn it off on at 8, you're not going to turn it off, because what if he jumps on stage? Or what if they show him? So, because they said at 8, correct? They said 8 o'clock. Uh, they said 8 o'clock. Prime time speech at 8 o'clock. And he talked like at 8.35, correct? Right. Because I was watching like at 8.50. Or eight forty-five. Well, they're gonna did. get it. You're right. They get everybody to tune in at eight o'clock. Because I had even mentioned it. We had somebody over last night. It's like, oh, it's eight o'clock. You know, the president speaking. And yeah, they have pregame. Lester Holt or whoever. That's well, like the red carpet with <laughs> their analysts, and they break down yeah, what's going right. on. Oh god. Maybe give you For an 35 update. Thirty-five minutes. But of you that. would watch though, because you don't want to miss the president. He's talking to the nation, so you don't want to miss that. Mm, okay. Just saying in general. in general. I just think that's a lot of time for those stupid hosts to vamp waiting on him. I know, but they did it the other day. Remember they did an, he was an hour and a half delayed after when he said he was going to talk at 2 and then he talked at 3.30? No, no, right, right, right. That's a long time too. Right. An hour so did and a the half. networks fill 90 minutes waiting for him then? I watched it on CNN. So I would yes, think they the did. network would do their regular programming and then switch over when he comes out no, or five was, minutes before Well, anyways. it was a war was going on. So they were updating of what was going on during the war. And then under, they would say, we're still waiting for President Biden to give a speech. We expect him any time. But there was so much going on in the war. They were going to this guy and that guy. Talking to this congressperson. That makes sense. Yeah. So there was just, I think because of what was going on in the world, they didn't have any type of format. They just had different hosts. Sure, sure. It's your time. But we're doing breaking news. Okay. What did the listeners okay. know? Nothing. They didn't. No. They no. just want to hear Pink Floyd. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All, right. All right. Maybe we'll give you some and little Michael Evans next. <laughs> Michael Evans Report, brought to you by Dormar Heating and Cooling, your climate hero. Michael. Hello, Mike. Come on, man. Come on. 
thanks for sending the pics, homie. I've been looking at them. been looking at them. I don't endorse them. I just send them. Yeah. What yeah. do you like this week? I haven't even looked, man. I'm a, I'm a last-second looker because the point spreads go up and down. Sometimes yeah. if there's a game like Oregon-Washington State, I jumped on it early because it was three and a half. If I waited, it was three. So I got in early. It just depends. I don't have any type of plan. It's fun to look at. Plus, I got Jerry's credit card. It's, it's his money it, anyway. It's all. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, we can start off with a little movie news. One of the best directors in Hollywood, really great guy too, Barry Levinson, uh, is going to direct Assassination. Stars Al Pacino. This movie is based on the story that Chicago mobster Sam Giacana arranged the assassination of President John F. Kennedy as payback when JFK was trying to bring down the mob's control of the drug trade. You remember JFK's first move when he became president was to make his brother, Robert F. Kennedy, the attorney general, with the assignment, above all, stop the drugs. I think this is going to be interesting. Barry Levinson always has some inside scoop on stuff, almost everything he does. So won't be out until uh, not this Christmas, but next Christmas, but should be... Should be interesting. Uh, movies this week: you got Killers of the Flower Moon, you got uh, Taylor Swift. If you have kids, you got uh, Paw Patrol, the Mighty Movie. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's it. But I think that's enough for everybody. Yeah. yeah. However, Go let us it. not forget the huge, huge music event today: the release of the Rolling Stones' first album in 17 years, Hackney Diamonds. You know, uh, as I predicted last week and it was an easy prediction uh, the stones will show up at some small club uh the day before the, their album is released and they did it the record club in uh, chelsea new york with lady gaga who's on the album uh last night late last night showed up at a club and did seven songs uh i have not heard the the whole album i mean i'm anxious to hear it uh, people tell me it's really really good have you heard it no and we're it took a couple songs but we're going to talk to someone who was there monday at oh, the really? concert. Yep. Yeah, he was in the club last night. Yeah. Wow. Exciting. Star-studded, Dorg, right? Yeah, it was uh, Daniel Craig, Elvis Costello, tons of people. Fabulous. Uh, the NFL is worried about the violence in the stands and in the parking lots. Uh, it, the fans are going crazy. There have been fights between fans in every stadium every week. What the hell is wrong with people? It's nothing new. Yeah. It's just now people are posting them up on social media. It's been this way for a decade. Yeah, but this, it's gotten more violent. There's knives yeah. and stuff. Well, that Cowboys Charger one was insane. Yeah. Uh, U.S. women's soccer team star Cardi Lloyd. you hear about her? No, no. what happened? Yeah, she said she didn't kneel or turn her back when the national anthem was played like some of her other members of her team did uh, during the final Olympic game. Uh, she said... To quote her, it was I, I had simply enough, end quote. Uh, Cardi says that the team spent so much time talking about that and doing personal appearances that they didn't practice as much, they didn't concentrate on the games, and it cost them a medal. Uh, I was surprised to hear that, but uh, I like Cardi Lloyd, so I thought I'd share it yeah, with you. Yeah, probably valid, huh? Yeah, yep. I would think. Yeah. Odds and ends, kudos to Adele. I found this just interesting. Uh, my producer thought, Really? You're going to use that? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, Adele, what Adele, does she do? who has her motherhood feet firmly on the ground, she, she says, you know, despite being worth, what, $175, $200 million, that she will spend $200 maximum on her son Angelo's 11th birthday this week. 
She said she wants her son to stay grounded and spending thousands and thousands of dollars just because they have it on birthday gifts does not keep him grounded. I think that's pretty cool for somebody that rich to be that grounded about uh, trying to just live a normal life. I agree. I think it's very admirable. Of course, she made that announcement from her jet. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, she can't get spoiled. No, from her kid's jet. Yeah, 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 right, right. Uh, friends and family worry about Britney Spears. Now, occasionally, she's not answering her phone a few times during the week. You know, that knife. So, uh, she I did worry. another one the other day. Yeah. Another knife video? Yeah, she uh, did. Yeah. yeah. And Scoop is Chris Jenner is having a party this weekend and inviting Harry and Meghan. Chris wants to have the former royal couple as regulars on the Kardashian TV show. My question is, who the hell cares? Yeah. I mean, are you going to turn on the Kardashians because Meghan and Harry are going to be on? I'm not. That's uh, a big It's no. a no, sweetheart. Crazy. Uh, so what's happening? Uh, Ohio State and Penn State. This is a big game. A huge it's game. It's big, yeah. Uh, you know, Penn State's better than they've been in years, I think. Yeah, but they haven't played anybody. That's true. Yeah. That's true. We'll and see. And, and you're hosting them. Is, is there yep, I'm, ta- yep. I'm taking the Buckeyes. I'll give them four and a half. Yeah, there you go. From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered, and staffed for nearly 75 years, SearsHeatingAndCooling.com. Showers, chance of thunderstorms today, high 60, clouds, showers likely before midnight, low 45, and clouds for Saturday. Showers again, high 57, it is 51 right now. Former, a former executive with the Columbus Zoo and Aquarium pleaded guilty to 14 felony counts, all related to the theft of zoo funds and agreed to cooperate with prosecutors. So former CFO Greg Bell indicted along it's with former... going to rat on the penguin. Yes. Uh, penguin turned informant. <laughs> along with former CEO Tom Stolf and former director of marketing Pete Fingerhut in a 90-count indictment. All three were accused of stealing money from the zoo then using those funds for numerous things like concert tickets, sporting events, as well as family vacations to Hawaii, Florida, and other destinations. Republicans met for over three hours behind closed doors yesterday. Reports of lots of raised voices and a disagreement on how to move forward in the search for a new Speaker of the House. Proposal to elect elect current Speaker Pro Tem Patrick McHenry reposed by a majority of Republicans in the meeting. But there was no consensus on any candidate for the position other than Jim Jordan, who's already failed to be elected in two votes this week third vote comes at 10 o'clock this it's morning. It's not like there's anything going on in the world no, where we could use the, yes. you know, the House actually doing something. Yeah, I mean, what's the hurry? Pass it out, guys. U- Ukraine needs their money, Jerry. Take your time. Just, just take your time. Zillow Home Loans and The Knot. They teamed up for new research that reveals that more couples than ever adding home funds to their wedding registry. So much for toasters and linens. Nearly 20% of all couples registered on the knot are asking for money to help with the down payment for their first home. Yeah. What comes in second? Cash for the honeymoon fund. And YouTube is trying to get into the business of AI-generated music. They developed a tool that can use AI to reproduce the vocals of popular music artists as they sing whatever fans want them to sing. There's been a delay in making it public because, and not all that surprisingly, record labels haven't exactly been eager to license away the rights of artists under their umbrellas. So it's hard to imagine the artists would have been parroted, would be thrilled about uh, having their voices singing 
words that have no part in the writing either. Have you guys seen the Instagram video where they tell you to record a two-minute original song on your phone? No. Post it to Spotify and then go back to your phone and put it on uh, play repeat for 24 hours. And you get twelve hundred dollars a month Come from Spotify. On, well, they oh. pay. Spotify pays the artist. Yeah, yeah. Every time something is is played. But who's? Oh, I got. And you. so you play your original two minute thing, twenty four gotcha. hours on your phone on constant repeat, gotcha. and it keeps playing, keeps yeah. playing. I wonder if that works. Yeah, I'm, well, I've try seen it the out. video. I'm guessing no. I'm guessing no. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a no. Yeah. Uh, QFN Mighty 6 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. This is the scene 270 West at 315. It's not getting any better. Three right lanes are blocked from an earlier accident. Fire and EMS, they are on the left two lanes just west of the first scene. Traffic is extremely heavy from 71. Avoid the area if you can. Also watch for Columbus Police, right berm 71 south at North Broadway. Traffic is slow from Cook Road. And that's traffic. All right, here's your hot five. Uh, another day, another heated argument getting nasty on Jerry's favorite TV show, The View. <laughs> Aren't you, weren't you a View fan club member? Uh, well, I have the shirt and the yeah. hat, yeah. but that doesn't mean I'm all in. Yeah. Christy, we tried to set up a Torgan Elliott trip to go see a live taping of The View. Oh. Yeah, and we just couldn't get flights for the 200 listers we were going to take with. But yesterday on The View, there's this guy... <laughs> I have every episode on VHS. <laughs> no, I'm into it. <laughs> I have it on Blu-ray. I bought season 12 for Jerry on uh, LaserDisc. Yeah. Well, yes. Whoopi yes. Goldberg bobbleheads uh. in this house. Well, there's this guy, Damon Amani, and he is a content producer, okay? So he was a guest on The View with guest host Rachel Maddow. There was nobody who was more important in Congress to Trump's effort to overthrow the lawfully elected government of the United States than Jim Jordan. Um, Rachel, Trump called for a recount of the votes. That's not overthrowing the government. And you know that. But you and the entire left-wing media keep saying that because Project Mockingbird still goes on. uh, And whether you like it or not, all of you motherfuckers are part of it. Oh, you can't can't say that. He yeah. just did. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. All right, it's all right now. Rachel Maddow ever uh, apologize for all her uh, COVID stuff, all those no. lies she... Did you ever see the episode? I, I watched and her they show. Have the video, and it's just like, wow. Remember when she said she had his tax returns, Trump's tax returns, and made yeah. a big deal? Yes. And she didn't have the tax returns? But she made such a big deal yeah, about yeah, yeah. it. Oh I do my recall. god! It right, was like right. it was like Geraldo in the Capone's vault. And forgive me, that's MSNBC, MSNBC. or CNBC, yeah. or MSNBC, MSNBC, right yeah. bef- after Chris Hayes, uh, right before Lawrence O'Donnell. Wow. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just named you the three people I know. <laughs> All right, clip number two. There's a comedian over in England, right? And he got revenge on a heckler. The guy had been trolling him for something like a decade with the oddest phrase. Here's the comedian to give you a little backstory and then what he does to get back at the guy. 
Ten years ago, I was on stage in Birmingham. Some guy shouted out chicken wire. I got off stage, and I assumed that was the end of it. But no, every time I post on my Facebook fan page for the last ten years, he comments and he writes chicken wire. But he made a mistake. He used his real name. I found him on LinkedIn. I know where he works now. So today, I'm driving 150 miles to EE e. in Dudley to pay him a little visit. He's an assistant manager. Working there for ten years, you should be more than an assistant manager, you loser. Chicken wire! Chicken wire! Chicken wire! I win! You lose! Chicken wire! Chicken wire! Chicken wire! This is years in the making! He's been trolling me for 10 years! And now I win 10 years! <laughs> I like a little bit of crazy. Okay, uh, I hope he feels had, better. If the heckler was funny and all, he just shouted back, It's ma'am! <laughs> Excuse me, it's ma'am! It is ma'am! Chicken wire. That's, that's weird. It that is an odd heckle, isn't yeah, it? That's why people in England are not funny, because that's their insults. Yes, chicken wire. Chicken wire. Yeah, here in the USA, we just tell you to go yourself. Right? Damn right. Chicken wire. <laughs> Show up at the funny bone and say chicken wire. Chicken wire, yeah. <laughs> Cut number three, the Diamondbacks get a much-needed win to get back in their series with the Phillies. Kimbrell deals an 0-1. That's into center field. It's down. In the score is Smith. And the Diamondbacks walk off the Phillies in game three. Cattell Marte takes a victory lap. There you go. Two games to one Philadelphia. And uh, Houston tied it up. Did they? Yeah, it's 2-2 now in the AL. Oh, yes. Fantastic. Yes. I clip number four, ladies, if you're out there listening and you've given birth, you have a child, think back to when it all went down, right? How was it difficult when you went in labor? Here's a woman from Philadelphia that has a rare condition. She gave birth in under one minute. So while I was giving birth, what basically happened to me is called the Ferguson reflex. My baby shot out completely involuntary. I did not have to push him out. He came out on his own. You can hear me screaming, the baby is coming, he's coming. And that was me screaming to my team that I'm going to need hands on deck because I could feel him descending outside of my control. I'm hoping to get my Ferguson a little reflex this weekend. <laughs> Stretch Fer- it out first. My Ferguson needs some reflexing. <laughs> reflexing. My wife shouts, more Ferguson, more Ferguson. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, she's shouting, chicken wire, chicken wire. Uh, uh, yeah, Is that right. your safe word? <laughs> a baby shot out of her. That shot would be, out. That'd take the doctor aback, wouldn't Shoot it? Whoa, that thing. Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Cut number five, would you wear corn footwear? The rock group, corn. Well, apparently it's a thing. And it's coming soon to Adidas. We were obsessed with gangster rap so much. And a lot of these guys would wear sportswear. And that had major influence on us. We've been waiting to do a collab with Adidas for so long. At the time in the 90s, we had a song saying that Adidas stood for all day dreaming about sex. Adidas, like, no, we're not going to do anything with you. <laughs> That's when I took it upon myself to start customizing and doing this stuff. I made Adidas kilts, I made Adidas sparkly track suits. The new collection is stuff created by us. This is my purple track suit. Yes. And it's kind of a piece of history. Time to play the set. Uh, we're happy to be part of that. 
Oh, I have Pantera pajamas. Ah. Oh, yeah. Silky Panteras. Corn shoes. Have when you ever you walk, been? They're loud. I bought a uh, pair of Adidas uh, maybe a year or two years ago, and now I get the emails all the time. Have you seen their website or what they're all about lately? No. Boy, no. I couldn't be further out of their demo. Really? Everything's a collaboration, too. I think Nike's doing it. Everything's a collaboration, whether you're a rapper, an athlete. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Nike's always kind of been there where they and everything's gas- unisex now because they don't want they want yeah the trans thing and you know all the gay thing. It's the shoes now are interchangeable between the sexes. Gotcha. Well, that's good. Think of all the yeah, no, I, the thousands I mean. of kids in Asia who now just make one shoe instead of men and female in the uh, basement. Yes. Think about it. Nike's really looking out right. for those kids now. Less work for them. Only 12-hour shifts, Jerry. Torg's going to get some corn shoes. Yes, for some Christmas. corn shoes. Yes, that made in America. Some Creed shoes. Yes, <laughs> Apollo Creed. <laughs> Pity the fool. Oh, that's Mr. T. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> that brought, same movie, different character. And that is your hot five. Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. Things are starting to improve. Uh, 270 West now has one left lane block. There there was three at one point, but only one left lane blocked at 315 from an earlier accident. You're still going to need an extra five to six minutes from 71. Traffic is brought to you by Capital City Concrete Services. Is your ugly driveway ready for a makeover? Capital City Concrete is Ohio's premier concrete design specialist and can still get your driveway installed this year and $500 off, so why wait? Get an instant quote today at Cap City concrete.com news brought to you by borgata pizza cafe host your holiday party at borgata this year while you're out shopping stop in for their amazing happy hour specials and find them on dublin granville road in worthington former osu quarterback cj stroud back in cbus this weekend for the big game uh he is the week eight guest picker for espn's college game day this saturday right before the noon kickoff now, last year, Stroud and the Buckeyes beat Penn State 44-31. Speaking of tomorrow's big game, Penn State defensive end Chop Robinson has signed an NI deal that makes perfect sense. Robinson has signed with the Pennsylvania Pork Producers Council to star in a series of videos and print ads to promote pork consumption. Uh, he was nicknamed Pork Chop by his parents. Kid weighed 14 pounds when his mom pushed him out. Damn, 14 pounds. I don't think that that was how she gave birth like the lady in the hot five. Uh, As he got older, he dropped the pork part of his name. Send a crew in there to get rescue the kid. Wow. Uh, (laughs) Be a miner's cap on you. 14 pounds. Jaws of life. (laughs) Jaws of life. Yeah. Got to grease the skids to get that kid out of there. You know what? Our big babies, too. You do see it. Oh, there's. That's that's big. big. 14 pounds. It was his destiny to play ball. No doubt. No Ferguson syndrome going on. No Ferguson syndrome. Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't sneezing and sneezing and he was coming out. No way. Now, you guys had earlier this week the cut of uh, Nikki Six, uh, Sharon Osbourne, going on, calling on. him an yeah, a-hole yeah, because yeah. Motley Crue depicted Ozzy snorting ants in their yeah. biopic Dirt. Well, his social media, Nikki Six, blowing up after the negative comments uh, and their negative comments about her, so he decided to post the following. We had a lot of love and respect for Sharon. We love Ozzy, so when people comment on stuff calling her a plastic granny tranny, I have it deleted. Not sure what she's upset about now, but it's not perpetuated her comments by posting negatively about her. So Nikki says, so says he leave Sharon alone. So he posted without posting it. Yes. He ripped her without ripping her. He yeah, ripped her. Yeah, right, right. He, yeah, yeah. 
See what he did? Uh-huh. A little yeah. passive-aggressive there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's a city in Utah ordering, ordering the removal of a raunchy Halloween decoration display. So the display is in a neighborhood, and it consists of a life-size skeleton that's hanging upside down from a street sign. Yes, a stripper pole. And then there are two other skeletons in chairs who are watching. City officials say the display violated a city code that bans residents from attaching anything to street signs. Okay. In response, the resident removed the skeleton from the street sign and then attached it to a pole in the front yard of a home and created a stage with stripper lights and even added a tip jar for people who pass by. Was it last year or two years ago that 12-foot skeleton sold out? Did you oh, have yeah. any of those in I, your neighborhood? No. Boy, we had one in ours. Uh, there's one in our neighborhood, too. It's, Is it it's back 12, this year? Yes, it's back this yeah. year. They're it's tough to find, I guess. Well, there's another one, too, that you can get at Target. It was like for 180 bucks, and it was one of those inflatables, huge, like 12 feet tall. And that sold out, and now people are selling them on eBay for $600. I'm $3 I don't, at the dollar store. Not big with the inflatable thing. Yeah. I, I'm not Christmas either. Or any of the I got holidays. my skeletons. Yeah. I got my severed arm. I got my skeleton cat, and that's pretty much it. I'm not doing the inflatable. Well, Do you my, dress I, your pets up, Christy? Oh, are you kidding? My cat would rip my face off if I tried to put a costume on him. No costume for the pet. I think we have a, uh, I think we have a winter coat for, for Lila. Well, of course you do. She's a queen. I'll she take is. A photo. Yeah. Yeah. How's the cat going, Jerry? Cat's going all right. Yeah. Cat's doing all right. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, he's coming to his own. Let's just say he's pretty mischievous. Yeah. You have cats that knock stuff off dresser. They like to slide it across and then hear it go boom. Well, oh. my cat does Bottles it while looking, cologne. looking at me, oh, and I really? say no, like and then while yes, they have sex, she's looking <laughs> <Yeah>. at. <him. laughs> Now the cat has to go out. And the dog takes all the heat for uh, tussling with the cat. Cat instigates it every single time. Really? And then the dog gets yelled at. Yeah. I mean, the cat will just walk up and swat her and then lay on its back and, like, come on, bring it. And then the dog brings it and. <laughs> that cat, cats are an interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not really. Uh, we haven't had a young cat. Before and this is this is a uh, been an education. They're cool. Cats are cool. I love cats. Yeah. Well, the movie we're gonna get a review of the new Scorsese Killers of the Flower Moon, and we do it after Zeppelin. That movie sucked. It's crap. The movie's garbage. <laughs> the Fat Guy Movie Review with Torg and Elliot. You're going to need a bigger potion. On QFM 96. All right, got a big, big release. Leonardo DiCaprio and De Niro. Killers of the Flower Moon. FatGuyMovieReview.com. Kevin Carr, what's up, man? Hi, Good morning, Kevin. Hey, guys. How you doing? Now, I, I want to let you know because I know you're always going to ask this and you're going to bring this up. It is three and a half hours long. Okay. So, we're going to uh, 326 to be exact. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I want to point that out. Um, 
Now, with that said, I'm not. That's not a complaint. It. I mean, it's deliberate and it is deliberately paced, and it's a bit of a slow burn. But it's very interesting. It has stuff going on throughout. If you remember The Irishman from about three or four years ago. I do. That was uh, Scorsese doing, this is late late career Scorsese where he's doing these three plus hour movies. And The, the Irishman earned it. I thought it, it, it was a compelling film from beginning to end, but it, you know, it does take its time. So know that going in. Don't have a big turkey dinner before you go see this movie or something like that. You know. Um, now with that said, it it really really works, and it is a slow burn, but it's deliberate paced. I mean, it takes place a hundred years ago uh, in Oklahoma, where the Osage Nation finds oil on the reservation, and I'm, I'm I'm sure the government's like, whoops, we shouldn't have given them that land, but that that made them very wealthy, uh, and but along with the mineral wealth and uh, rights to the land. It comes with some unintended consequences and tragedy. People in the Osage Nation are getting killed mysteriously, and the and the, the and then nobody knows why or how it's happening. And and the the authorities aren't really keen on investigating murders of Native Americans. Uh, but it's as it escalates through the years. But it's also told from the point of view of uh, the the people who are trying to essentially marry into that wealth, uh, which is De Niro and. Uh, and DiCaprio's characters, uh, so it's it's complex, and everybody has multiple uh, motivations for it. So uh, it's it's a it's an examination of what people do to each other, but also kind of as, as Scorsese does from the less desirable characters. You're so conditioned to want to root for the the main characters because you think they're the good guys, but you you they may not be, and that's that's I think compelling. Is this based on uh, some historical fact? I believe there was an yeah. Indian tribe, and there was a woman that ended up being the richest, first richest, uh, you know, female in the country at that time, or something, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is all based on this is yeah, this is true. Real life events that, that okay. happened, but not the murders. Uh, no. Yeah. No. No. Oh, murders. Yeah, no. They were murdered. Okay. Yeah. This, this I is didn't these, hear these that. true story. It's actually based on a nonfiction book. And um, and that's kind of what makes it compelling, and that's, I think, why he is so deliberate, and that's why it takes so much time, because these sort of things don't evolve in real life uh, in, in a 90-minute in a time frame. They, 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 they take time over it, and very well done. Well, the other thing that's interesting is, you know, you've got uh, Lily Gladstone plays the, 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 the woman who's married to Leonardo DiCaprio. And could you imagine being the actress and you're just sort of dropped in there and like, yeah, you're going to be op- going against DiCaprio and De Niro. And she's kind of like, yeah, okay. And she kind of makes it her own. I mean, she really feels the show when she's on screen. So um, it's, it's a real triumph in acting, too. Do you have to, and I know you said three and a half hours, but there's stuff in there. Do I have to, if I do have to go to the bathroom, is it one of those where, oh, man, I missed something? Um, I, I mean, there's always going to be that the, the things that kind of come out of nowhere, but in general, you can find points where where you can run. You know, there's there there used to be. I don't know if the app still exists. There's there used to be an app called Run P that after a movie's been out for a couple days, it'll list the best times to go to the bathroom in the movie. Oh, oh boy, that's okay. Genius. You know what? That's a, a genius app right there. Yeah. I'm gonna download that one. Well, yeah. given that it involves the Osage tribe, how many Elizabeth Warrens you gonna give it? <laughs> oh, I'll give it four out of five. Four out of five. So four out of five. Good. This yeah. Oscar. Well, you know, pretty much whenever Scorsese releases a movie in the last three months of the year, you know it's going to be up there for Oscar consideration. 
Mm-hmm. Who yeah. uh, who has the streaming rights to this? Is this because I is this going to be multiple weeks in the theater and then to Netflix? Uh, it's it's uh, done with Paramount and Apple TV Plus. So uh, uh. they were they were going to just do a limited release and put it on Apple TV Plus, but they decided to go for for full theatrical. I think we'll see what kind of traction it has. I'm not exactly sure on what date it's going to show up. At, at Apple TV Plus, but I think they're going to worry about timing that once award season. I don't even know if award. Yeah. I don't even know if the schedule's set because everything got disrupted because of the strikes, and it's continuing to be disrupted because of the strikes. Hey, here's a hypothetical for you: If they're still striking in the Oscars, do, do they boycott it? Yeah, they can't. You can't. You, you can't. You can't promote the movie. Oh, okay. That's the whole thing. I think by the time the Oscars roll around, I think the actor strike will be taken care of. I don't know whether it's going to be taken care of in the next couple of weeks, though. But, yeah. uh, right, right. But pretty much at the end of the year, everything shuts down and they just go into award season. Although they did have, I don't know if you saw this news story, that, that SAG after was saying, hey, just to let you know, if you're a SAG member, you can't dress up as Barbie. You can't, you know, for Halloween. Because that technically counts as promotion. So um, you'll have to go to Spirit Halloween and get Blonde Girl Pretty uh, Party Girl wow. instead of the Barbie outfit. Boy, wow. that ruined Andy Cohen's Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've actually, Christy and I have seen this next one, The Fall of the House of Usher. Yeah, we watched it all. Yeah, Christy, you were telling me that. I'm only about five episodes okay, in. Okay, you know, then I'll keep it. it so, so, yeah, you don't want to say too much about it, but it's, I, I'm I'm generally not a huge fan of Mike Flanagan's. So I was not a fan of Hill House or Bly Manor, um, but I have to say I'm I'm really into this because he he it's it's not based on the Poe stuff, but it's based on Poe. Yes, correct. Sense. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's the story of this. For those out there who don't know what it is, it's the story of this wealthy family that runs a pharmaceutical company that got all mixed up in the opioid stuff and they're not nice people they're bad people at their core and it's them kind of getting their comeuppance throughout the 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 episodes and they pull from all these poe stories and each episode is loosely based on the themes of his stories either like hitting the pendulum or yeah. the raven yeah Murder of the room yeah. Or, yes, yes. And, uh, you know telltale heart and it's grisly and uncomfortable and almost but almost plays like like seven, you know, where it has these seven deadly sins that everybody's getting uh, you know, things are coming back to them for that. Very well done and a great uh, look at bad people in bad situations. And uh, I, I'm I'm really into it. it. It is it's 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 very very good. Talk to yeah, you I, watching, right? I, yeah, we did. I, here's my problem with it. Uh, I hate when when you're given you're given a horror. It's a horror series, right? Yeah. Mystery horror, whatever. I hate things that are too predictable. And you could ask Christy. I guess this like first. I knew like first episode. I watch it and go. I know exactly what's going to happen. Now, good story. Good at not bad acting. Well, but that's kind of part of the thing they do because because like throughout, like even in each episode, you get they do foreshadowing and they they, yes, they play yes. the foreshadow where it, where it's and it's so it's not like. I mean, it's pretty obvious. You're like, well, this is about this person. They're going to die. By yes, yes, yes. No, but yeah. I guessed right away who the care. I don't well, want to yeah, get yeah, too much. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Yeah, but but I, but I kind of guessed right away, like first episode. All right, that's who that person is, and that's why this is happening. So I, 
It, it would almost be better if they kept that part of it a little, keep you guessing a little bit. But well, even I mean, with or a twist, when you watch the ending, I wish they would have gave a twist. They could have easily don't, done don't a twist. Don't talk about the ending. Don't talk about the ending. No, I won't. I won't. But they could have done a twist. Well, you know what, fat guy? Also, Kev, what we've been watching. I had watched it when it first came out. Another Flanagan directed one of this was uh, Midnight Mass. Yeah. Okay, so Torg is just he just finished Midnight Mass. I thought that was better than this one. Yeah, okay. he like and I, I'm started to watch it again, and I forgot how how good it was. Well, see, for me, like like when it comes to the Flanagan stuff. Um, the, I, the reason I like this is because Poe's stories, even though they have very similar themes, and, and Poe was not a happy-go-lucky guy. I mean, no, he had no. some dark stuff going on. Uh, <laughs> he was so, bipolar before bipolar. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he was. Yeah, it was. There was a lot of polars going on with him. So he was. So there was. So so this, but it fits together because a lot of his stories, the way they're constructed. Is they do have the force. You know, in the Telltale Heart, you know the guy's going to tear up the floor and find the, the the dead body. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. That's what you know. That's what's going to happen in that story. The moment he starts off the story, so that's kind of a, a Poe thing. What I didn't like about like the the haunting ones he did is there's a simplicity to Shirley Jackson's The Haunting of Hill House, and he kind of overcomplicated it and wrapped it around itself. So, like, there wasn't enough source material to justify doing that, in my opinion, whereas I think he could do that with this. Um, And even though Poe is known as a mystery guy in a lot of ways, he's sort of mystery horror, he's not a mystery the way... He's not a Jessica Fletcher thing, you know? (laughs) No, 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 no. Are you a Poe fan, Kevin? Oh yeah, no, I, yeah. I I like his stuff. I mean, nope. and it's funny as I'm watching this, you're like, oh, I know what that name's. I know, I know what Fortunato is. I know what Goldbug is. Yes, I, you know, yeah, you're exactly. Picking apart, yeah. North of uh, Charleston on Sullivan's Island, there's a restaurant that's Poe themed, a bar. Oh really? And it's really cool. Do they do they do they poison everybody? Oh, <laughs> I would not want to eat there. I guess. <laughs> Try the fried raven. Good so you stuff, re- so you guys. really like uh, House Usher? Good. Yeah, I, I really do. Yeah, like I'm about five, five, six episodes in. I'm almost done, but it's I, I, I think it's because the complexity works in this for me, and that's that's why. Like, and I think it's sort of like he stepped it up rather than manufacturing it. He took he took the elements of it and 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 put it together, and that's that's what I think was fascinating. It's also this weird. It's sort of like if Stephen King wrote Poe mm-hmm. because. Flanagan does so much with Stephen King as well, and and you've got Harry Henry Thomas in there who's, who's got all these Stephen King connections to him as well. Oh yeah, sure. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. So, well, what's the website, Kevin? Good fat, stuff. Fatguysinthemovies.com.